Have you ever felt the urge to control other people, to control your partner, to control external events, to control the world more generally? If you're struggling with something like retroactive jealousy or obsessive jealousy, chances are good that unfortunately the answer is yes. Most of us have felt this urge, this impulse at one time or another. In today's Q&A video, I'm responding to a viewer on this channel who's struggling to let go of this impulse, this urge to control her partner. And I'm gonna suggest some alternative ways to look at the situation instead. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been helping men and women from all over the world overcome jealousy and possessiveness in their relationships, overcome retroactive jealousy, and enjoy happier relationships and more peaceful lives. If you'd like information about my work, my online courses, my one-on-one -on -one coaching service, my books, you can visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. And if you get anything out of my work in general or you get anything out of this video today, please take a moment to let me know by clicking the like button below, leaving a comment telling me what you think, and being sure you're subscribed to my channel as well to be notified of new videos moving forward. Okay, interesting question came in from a viewer on this channel, and she writes, I won't give her name, but she writes, how do we give up trying to control our partner slash our partner's freedom? It feels like that would bring so much peace, but my ego or deep fear or something makes it feel impossible to release the compulsion to control, even though it's an illusion, end quote. This is a great question. This is a big question. And this is a question that I encounter quite frequently in my work with clients, particularly clients struggling with more sort of contemporary based jealousy. So clients, some of whom are maybe struggling with some degree of retroactive jealousy, but more so with clients who are struggling with contemporary uh, based irrational jealousy. As I often say, and I mean it every time I say it, it's gonna be a real struggle to keep this one brief, but I'll do my best. In a nutshell, I think with a problem like this, with a quandary like this, with a situation like this, we have to address both the rational side of the problem, as well as the emotional side of the problem. So the rational aspect of this problem, this need to control our partner, to control external events, to control the world. I think if we get more in touch with the rational side of this equation, the more we'll be able to let it go. And frankly, the rational side of this problem is very simple. The rational side basically is, it's impossible. If we're trying to control our partner, if we're trying to control anyone else, if we're trying to control external events, if we're trying to control anything that is what Stoic philosophers call outside of our sphere of influence, outside of our words, our actions, our thoughts, if we're trying to control anything external, we will drive ourselves crazy because it doesn't work, at least over the long term. And on this channel, I'm primarily focused on long-term solutions. I can give you quick wins, I can give you little hacks and tips and stuff, and that there's certainly a place for you know quick hacks and quick tips and all the rest, but what I'm most interested in is long-term solutions to problems like retroactive jealousy, like obsessive jealousy. And trying to control your partner, trying to control other people, from a purely practical standpoint, aside from the emotional component, aside from the moral implications of controlling other people, from a purely practical standpoint, looking for a solution to a problem, it doesn't work over the long term. Why do I feel so confident saying that? I'm a student of history. Uh, some of you may know that I studied history in university before I started work on my blog back in 2013. And if you study history, you realize how incredibly deep the human need for freedom is. 
the Soviet Union eventually collapsed. You know, the French Revolution <laughs> happened. The American Revolution happened. There are endless, endless, endless examples from history that represent this fundamental human thirst for freedom. And modern humans aren't much different. We might be going through a bit of an authoritarian moment in parts of the West and parts of the world, which I don't have time to get into now. I don't want to get political. But I do believe this thirst for freedom is at the core of just about every human heart. And in general, human beings don't react very well to being stripped of their freedom, to feeling controlled. And you don't even have to look at history to figure that out. I'll give you a perfect example. I was on a coaching call recently with someone whose obsessive jealousy, whose attempt or desire to control their partner resulted in the dissolution of their relationships. They broke up because my client's partner could not stand feeling stifled, could not stand feeling controlled. And I could tell you literally hundreds more stories like that, that I've gathered over the years, working with coaching clients, you know, in my email inbox and all the rest, my personal life, I've met a lot of people who felt this way. They felt the need to control people and it resulted in a breakup. This is very, very common. I would imagine if you take an inventory of your own friends and your own experiences, you probably have a, an example or two of people you know whose jealousy cost them their relationship. It's a lousy practical solution over the long term. So that's the first part, the rational side of this. It just doesn't work. The second part, the emotional aspect. Here's my suggestion. Let's say for the sake of argument that I'm wrong. I'm not wrong, but <laughs> let's say for the sake of argument, you can control other people. Let's say that's totally possible. You can control your partner. You can control the world and you can keep people under your thumb, so to speak, over the long term. Try to imagine how a relationship like that would feel over the long term. Really think about this from a purely emotional sort of standpoint. How would that feel going to bed at night every night, knowing your partner is really only with you or primarily with you because they have no power over their own destiny? They have no freedom. They have no control over their own life. Unfortunately, there are many couples around the world in situations like this. And one of the main reasons that I know that is because my late mother, uh, my absolutely incredible mother, uh, was a social worker and she worked in a battered women's shelter for around 10 years when I was a kid. And obviously she respected client confidentiality, but years later I would hear stories without names, of course, but I would hear stories about couples she encountered, people she encountered, women she encountered who lived in a constant state of fear, who were with their partner for a while. These marriages, these relationships always ended up dissolving, always invariably or just about invariably. But the point is these women were with very abusive scumbag men because they felt like they had no control, because they felt like they had no options. Now, that's an extreme example, but it isn't really far off the mark because a, a relationship that is based on control is really a relationship based on fear. The person being controlled lives in a constant state of fear and anxiety and insecurity. And if you're with someone, because you're afraid of the consequences if you left that person, if you're with someone because you feel like that's literally your only option because you'd be in danger if you left them, if you made a different choice, I ask you, is that love? Is that really love? If you're with someone because you feel like it's your only option, if you're with someone because they're controlling you. One of the main things that makes relationships, that makes love so thrilling 
is the feeling that this free person who I met on a dating app or whatever, this person who I met, this mysterious, beautiful, wonderful person across the table from me is totally free. They could be out doing anything they want right now. They could be dating someone else. They could be living in another part of the world. They could be doing whatever they want. They have freedom. They have individual liberty. They have autonomy. But they're choosing me. In spite of their freedom, in spite of everything that they could, all the possibilities that they could invite into their life, in spite of all the choices they can make, they're choosing me. Think about wedding ceremonies. Think about marriage. If you really boil a marriage down to its essence, you know, I, I get the appeal. It's incredibly romantic. You've got two people who have the world at their fingertips. They could be out making radically different choices. And they're saying out of every human being on the planet, out of all, I don't know, four billion women on the planet, I'm choosing you. That's what makes life, relationships, marriage so exciting, so compelling is this aspect, this inherent aspect of freedom, of individual liberty, of individual autonomy. And would you really want it any other way? From a purely emotional standpoint, would you really want a relationship based on anything other than complete individual freedom, individual autonomy? I think the answer, if you really ponder this question over a long period of time, if you really check in with yourself, I think the answer will still be no. By the way, if you do make an attempt to control your partner, to control someone else over a long period of time, chances are overwhelming that this will produce some extremely negative consequences. It's really just a matter of time. Perfect example. I have a friend of mine who had, I, I hope he doesn't still have, but he had a pretty serious problem with alcoholism in his early 20s. We could all have a few drinks and he would be like binge drinking every night, blacking out, just, it was chaos. Why did he have this problem? Multiple reasons, but my strong feeling is one of the reasons he was acting like this in his early 20s when he moved out of his parents' house is because when he lived in his parents' house, alcohol was totally taboo. You can't drink, you can't even mention alcohol. If you come home smelling like alcohol, you know, he'll get some kind of punishment. His freedom in so many ways was completely restricted. And once he got even just a hint of freedom, when he moved out of his parents' house, all of a sudden he started abusing alcohol. He started in some ways abusing his freedom. Again, an extreme example, but the same kind of behavior can apply to relationships. If you make something forbidden, if you make something taboo by trying to control other people, eventually those people will react very, very strongly against those attempts to control. So for many, many, many reasons, trying to control your partner, trying to control other people is a lousy long-term solution. It does not work from the rational angle. You know, it's just a completely lousy long-term solution. And two, from a purely selfish emotional standpoint, it doesn't feel good. Even if you could do it, which you can't, it would not feel good. It goes against the very nature of human beings. It goes against the very nature of love and relationships. It takes away the fun. It takes away the excitement. One more recommendation. If you're looking for some reading material along these lines that really, really helped me with this question, I strongly encourage you to take a look at a book by one of my all-time favorite authors slash public speakers, the late Alan Watts. The book is called The Wisdom of Insecurity. If you're a reader at all, if you'd like to go deeper into this very fundamental question about trying to control the world, trying to control your partner and why it's such a waste of time, highly recommend you take a look at a book called The Wisdom of Insecurity by Alan Watts. I recorded another video on books and book recommendations for retroactive jealousy sufferers, and I'll post a card 
somewhere miraculously above my head where you can click that link, watch that video where I talk about this and other books. Thank you for watching this video. Thank you for giving me a few moments of your day today. And if you got anything at all out of this video, please take a moment to let me know by clicking the like button below, making sure you leave a comment on this video telling me what you think, whether you agree, disagree, I'd love to hear from you. And make sure you're subscribed to my channel as well to be notified of new videos moving forward. Thank you very much again, and I'll talk to you again very soon.